Picture this. Half of your kitchen is cluttered with unused groceries, while the other half shines as a beacon of hope with neatly prepped and organised meals for the week. Now, today's episode isn't just about weight loss or isn't just about pretty little containers and food that you know that you're not going to eat. It's actually about how you get control, save time, reduce that stress and the decision fatigue of what's for dinner every night and actually say yes to making those health goals much more doable. Now in today's episode, Meal Planning 101, Starting Strong and Sticking to It is where we're going to dive into how you can transform your life with meal planning. This episode is for you if you are the enthusiastic busy mum, entrepreneur, super mum or the small business owner who's juggling a million tasks but yet you're looking for a way to simplify at least one aspect of your life aka your diet. If you're somebody who's looking to declutter your kitchen chaos, streamline your nutrition and even shed a few pounds then my friends you are in the right place. I'm not just going to be sharing ideas but I'm also going to be inspiring action that's what we're about here not just oh yeah that sounds nice but we've got to take the steps to actually get the results that we're trying to get to. If that's you, my friend, head over to the website, vipmealplan.com, vipmealplan.com, and let's get started. Do you ever feel like it's easier to eat a bowl of cereal than come up with ideas for low effort but nourishing recipes? Because you really hate cold food and salads are not it for you. The mental load of it when you're spending hours on strategy and generating original ideas and content can leave you mentally exhausted. I mean, even asking yourself, what do I want to eat, can feel exhausting in itself. Hello, friends my name is verona and you're listening to the lose weight with macros podcast where we break down macros based meal planning into manageable bites tailored to fit into your crazy entrepreneurial life and because i know accountability is key i'm going to be with you every step of the way making sure this isn't just another failed diet attempt for you to start over again on monday so grab a pen or just use apple notes and let's get into today's episode Hello friends, welcome to another episode of Lose Weight with Meal Plan. And if you're new here, welcome to the show. If you are a regular, welcome back. My name is Verona and I'm a qualified meal prepping coach. If you never knew there was a thing, now you do. Okay, yes, I actually help women who struggle with what to eat and struggle with how to create meals that their family are going to love. They know that they are healthy and they're going to enjoy with a little bit of room for them to have the foods that they like every now and then. My friends, I'm here to help you. Just consider me the Mary Poppins of meal planning because yes, there's not a spoonful of sugar in the way that I coach you. But my friends, it's just like there's a never ending bag of tricks. If you're somebody who struggles with grocery shopping, I mean, you go to the grocery store and instead of it being 20 minutes, you're in there for two hours. I mean, what are you buying? And then when you come home, it's such a headache to unpack everything. And it's like, what did I even buy? You just look at the recipe, the receipt and you know that you spent $400. But what have you spent $400 on? Because in the next week, within a couple of days now, you're going to go back to the same store and buy more things. This, my friends, is why you need VIP meal plan. Plan.com. But let's get into today's episode. The why and the what of meal planning. So why meal planning? Meal planning isn't just about weight loss, isn't just about pretty little containers. It is about making those health goals much more attainable. But what is meal planning? To be fair, it's actually seeing beyond that whole question when you ask yourself what's for dinner. And then it's also about getting it involved in a more holistic view of your meals throughout the week or the month. Now, there are some people who actually meal plan for the month. I don't. I will meal plan for the week. You can, if you're somebody who wants to learn to do that for the week or the month, and that's what we do and discuss, we can absolutely discuss that in VIP meal plan session. But it's actually about making intentional choices ahead of time. This is why we get into the decision fatigue. If you're somebody who's struggling with this, then VIP meal plan is where you will be able to solve it. So you're not caught off guard. We have to get ahead of those things. We have to get ahead of those troubles or those issues or those struggles. And this is where, if you're somebody who struggles with, what's for dinner? 
Now, the odd time you could ask what's for dinner. But if you're asking that every single night, this is where we need to get ahead of that so you can be ahead of the game. Okay. So you're not caught off guard. You're ahead of the game. Whether it's a late night meeting or a carpool run that goes longer than expected, you still have an answer to that question rather than feeling like a whole heap of anxiety has just flooded your shoulders and the whole car with you. You know what's for dinner, whether it's takeout or whether it's you've got meatloaf and some green beans in the freezer, you know what's for dinner because you've already planned it ahead of time. Now, how do you get started when it comes to meal planning? The basics. Well, firstly, choose the recipes that you're going to have. If you're just getting started, think about simple, think about things that are actually healthy. But most importantly, think things that you and your family will actually enjoy. Way too many times, what we try to do is we try to go online, we go on Pinterest, we go wherever we go to find our recipes. And we're like, yeah, I want to make that. That looks great. Let me go make it. Half of the ingredients, you don't know what they are. You have no clue where to get them. You can't even pronounce some of them. And some of them are not even in season or even in your country. So when we try to get that level of detail way too soon, we are more than likely to go back to our habits. And then we're going to get disappointed when we try to cook it at least. And then it turns out into a hot, stodgy mess. Now, recently I saw an Instagram reel and I thought it was hilarious. Now, there was a dad, he had about three kids. No, he had a baby and, and he had two twins. He was trying to, <laughs> he was trying to keep up with a toddler he, or the baby. He was trying to keep up with a baby, not baby, baby. But the baby was old enough now to bounce in, in, in a bouncer. So they were that, that age, that age of baby. But the twins were twins. They were twinning. Twin boys. And I was like, wow, he attempted to, <laughs> he attempted to make cupcakes with the kids. It was hilarious. and. It was good. It was good to raise awareness because you know how some people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, just, you know, do this and do that and do this and do that. And sometimes they're like, do you know what kind of life I live? Do you know the twins that I have? Because as soon as he turned around and was trying to tend to the baby, one of the twins literally pushed the other twin off the high chair. I'm like, ouch, that was horrible. And obviously the baby started crying and the twins started crying. So he was trying to get the kids to be entertained. And in the end, he ended up throwing the cupcakes in the bin. But it was an activity where you have to, you know, put the flour, the sugar, the thing. And they ended up putting way too much salt. The salt knocked over. Uh, baking powder, put way too much baking powder. And it was just a wild mess. But he goes, this didn't <laughs> turn out how I thought it would. And that is the thing. When we try to do this, when we're trying to be that dad with great intentions of trying to get your highly active two-year-old twins, if that, together and try to make a cake, they're getting the egg in, they're dropping the egg on the floor, they drop and it's going all up on the countertop and on the, on the side. And you know what egg is like when it gets stuck and it, ugh, you, it's hard to clean. And then not to mention eggshells in the actual cake mix. I'm like, everything is just in there. So we have all the intentions in the world. But when it becomes chaotic like that, it's no wonder you're going to Grubhub. It's no wonder you're going to take out. It's no wonder you're going to eat out and you're getting to pay you're picking somebody else to do it. It's no wonder you're doing all of them things because it's so much easier to pick somebody else, pick somebody else to do it. It's easy to do that. But if you're somebody who's trying to lose weight and this easy choice all the time causes you to gain a stomach and it looks like you have just given birth recently, of course, it's going to be hard. And of course, it's going to be discouraging when you're not seeing the results that, hang on a minute, you should be seeing by now, right? This is where your meal prep godmother comes in. Hello, VIPmealplan.com. How can I help you? You and I sit together and we create a plan. Now you might be like, hmm, what kind of plan am I going to create? Well, you create a plan that has 
action for you to do. You create a plan that is actually going to give you results. So if you're somebody who struggles with meal planning and you have no clue where to start, we start from the beginning and then we learn how to come away from that what's for dinner. We become intentional, make the choices ahead of time so you're not caught off guard. So once we've done that, we're now planning. For example, I was just about, oh, my phone is in front of me. I was just about to say, where's my phone? So I've started to do something a little bit new with my meal planning. I've actually started to just pen down some ideas. I've got plant-based recipes, shiitake mushrooms, shiitake, however you say it, butter bean brunch sourdough bread. I'm telling you the idea that I've got for this. Oh, man. It's just these ideas just come into my head and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have that. The way that I do this is by trying to get ideas on the things that I eat normally. I love me some sourdough bread. And if you're on the email list, I actually shared the recipe with you a few weeks ago. I actually love sourdough bread. I made some sourdough bread and some egg and I just put some key things in the in the in the in the recipe to change it up a bit. So I could eat that every day. There's no problem in me eating that every day. But I want to challenge myself and I want to be able to get something that's different. And for those of you who don't like the same thing and you want more fruit and vegetables in your diet, shiitake mushrooms, they take on the consistency like chicken, butter beans. You can either have these mashed or you can just put the butter beans in the whole form and sourdough bread. I mean, if that isn't making your mouth water, I don't know why we It's not Grubhub or anything and it's, and it's not DoorDash or anything. But hey, this is what we're doing. We're choosing the recipes. Your family might not enjoy this yet because they've not encouraged it. They've not had it. But you can get your family to get to this place and you can get yourself to that place. The key is not to overcomplicate it. And that's basically what the dad was doing. It came way overcomplicated, taking a simple thing and making it too oblig- too complicated just himself. If the baby was asleep, it probably would have been a lot better, but he tried to do too many things and he just showed a real reality of sometimes, even if you have the greatest plans, things don't always go to plan. It was a great video. And I think it is great for people to w- raise awareness when they are in a situation like that. But the trick is to not overcomplicate it and start with a few go-to recipes that you have that have overlapping ingredients to minimize waste and maximize efficiency and so that you're saving money as well. Now, So many people get caught up in the grocery shop. But before we get on to the next bit, I want to know if you're somebody who is struggling with any of this and you're trying to figure out how do you feed your children healthy, yet alone worry about what's for dinner. This is why I created the VIPmealplan.com. The VIPmealplan.com, literally VIPmealplan.com, is the grocery and meal planning session for you if you want hands-on support. If you want somebody who, if you're somebody who spends way too much money, even at Audi, you're spending $400 and you're blaming it on nappies and wipes. But actually, you're forgetting that you've actually bought a whole leg of lamb in there and that leg of lamb itself because of the weight it it is is costing $15 for a leg of lamb if not more and then you're buying chicken and then you're buying this why do you have to buy fresh chicken unless it's organic which Audi my, my understanding I don't believe Audi do chicken at this time that's organic so if you're not buying organic prices why are you paying $15 for a leg of lamb Could you not buy that frozen or you buy frozen lamb chops? Yeah, but I like the leg of lamb. Okay, but is it an event? Do you need that leg of lamb? Realistically, what recipe are you going to have this week that requires a leg of lamb? If you haven't and you're just like, oh yeah, I just need to, no, I think I like, you you see, there's no reason. You know, you're kind of stumbling on your words. You don't really have a definitive reason why you're buying a leg of lamb, even though you haven't put it in your recipes. You don't need it. Either put it back or you're making sure this Sunday, everybody's going to be eating a leg of lamb. And this is the thing, when it comes to grocery shopping, we buy way too many things that we don't need. And we're wondering, huh, how did I spend all of that? And some of us don't even look at the grocery 
bills that we spend every single month. And you're constantly spending $1,200 between groceries, eating out and convenience every single month, if not more. If you're having to go to the grocery store more than one time, then you need VIPmealplan.com. I will put the link in the show notes below for you who are serious about saving your money when it comes to grocery shopping. Stop buying things that you don't need. Stop buying things that you don't eat and you end up throwing away that meat that you just bought $15 worth of and you imagine you never eat it. You give it to the dog instead. $15 down the drain. But when it comes to grocery shopping, this part is crucial. Make a list and stick to the list that you make because impulse buys not only inflate your bill, (laughs) but they also clutter your kitchen with things you don't need. Okay. A focused grocery trip is your best strategy in sticking to your meal plan. Number three, making it a habit. Now, I remember the feeling of looking at my chaotic kitchen feeling overwhelmed. The turning point for me though was when I decided to treat meal planning and meal prep as a non-negotiable meeting with myself. Now for those of us who are business owners, if we have a client that is paying us $10,000, some of you might be like $10,000 that's chump change. Okay great for you. But if you have somebody who's paying you a lot of money to work with you, there is no way that you're gonna just have this haphazard meeting with them. For example, if you're in the nine to five, if your boss calls you in and says, I'm going to talk to you about promotion, you are up the night before figuring out what you're going to wear. You're figuring out what you're going to say, how you're going to act surprised. You're not turning up to that meeting. You're not turning up to the proposal. If you think your boyfriend's going to propose to you shortly, you're making sure your hair's done. You're making sure your nails done. You're making sure your outfit is done. You might get disappointed if it's not that night. But when you go with something, when you get a feeling in your gut, you go with it and you're making sure you're prepared. Why do we not do this when it comes to our health and when it comes to our nutrition? That's when I realized when I was fat, when I was fed up and I was frustrated, the doctors kept telling me the same thing over and over again when I went for hospital tests to find out why I constantly had a fat belly, skinny arms, skinny legs, no bum. And I'm like, why do I look like this? It looked like I was unwell. There was something wrong with my body. Yet the test became inconclusive. Yet I was still having burning sensation in my throat for everything that I ate. Even if I ate the plainest salad leaves, I was still getting this burning and irritation in my throat. But why? The doctor said there was nothing wrong. But it was my diet. It was the way that I ate. It was the relationship that I had with food. I made food into a person. Every time I needed to offload and I was angry, I was upset, I was lonely, I was sad. Food was always there. You know, when you call a friend, I don't know how many people make phone calls these days, but for me, I don't make phone calls. It's all about voice notes. But you know, when you need somebody to talk to and you don't have anyone to talk to, food was that thing for me. I mean, it couldn't talk back, but it actually pacified the struggle that I was going through at that time. Momentarily, might I add. But I was, I didn't care. All I would do if I wanted to be a top up of that feeling, if I wanted a top up of, you know, that emotive feeling that I got from food, I'd just eat it again. And then I'd still have the burning pain. I'd still have the sensation in my throat, which was a very uncomfortable burning pain. But yeah, the hospital told me there was nothing wrong with me. Either you're wrong or I am. Turned out I was the one who was wrong. But when I realised that I needed to treat meal planning and meal prep as a non-negotiable meeting with myself, this is where everything changed. I was no longer interested in diets. I was no longer interested in cutting out foods. I was no longer, unless it was health related, but I was no longer interested in doing these things that caused me more stress and more anxiety. It took patience, believe me. It definitely took a bit of trial and error. But the clarity and the control that it brought to my life was worth every single struggle that I went through. One of those biggest reasons is I'm here recording a podcast. Me? (laughs) If you saw how shy that I was years ago, if you ever told me five years, ten years ago that I'd be doing a podcast, I'd be like, (laughs) who? Podcast where? Me? No. I don't know where you're getting that information from, but it's not from God, okay? You get behind me. But it is. 
And so where I learned to turn that around, this is where I'm helping you to do that. It's about making it a habit. And one way that you can do this is to set a regular planning time, whether it's Sunday afternoon or Wednesday evening, whenever day you choose, be consistent to do it on that day. Now, when life happens, life happens. Life is life in. I know that. But be consistent with it. You might not be able to do it that day, but you can do it the day before. We know our diaries in and out. If you're a CEO of your business, if you're a small business owner, if you work with diaries a lot, you know your diary like the back of your hand. OK, you know your kids injections and, you know, appointments, medical appointments at the back of your hand. This is the same level of tenacity that we get to when it comes to our nutrition. Number two, involve your family. Turn it into a collective, a team effort. There's no I in team because their buy-in will make it more easier and more enjoyable, not for just for you, but also for them. So that anxiety that you feel every day, 6 p.m., you won't longer feel that now because they're involved. Now, I'm not saying for it to be involved and this one wants this, this one wants that. Everybody eats the same thing. And if you're struggling with children who are doing that right now, I'll work together with you. If you didn't know, my background is working with children, young people and their families. So if you're somebody who has children who are very vocal, bring them to the session and we will do that together. It's going to take some time to work, which is why I've given you a number of weeks to work with me and to work through this. So I'm not saying to you, don't come with the expectation that, oh, yeah, it's going to work just like that. It isn't. If your children are on board with broccoli, don't think I'm going to magically help them to eat broccoli in one session. It is over a period of time that will work through this. Next, you want to prep in batches. Prepping in batches saves you time and energy because you're prepping multiple things at once. And number four, which is walk, something that we don't do often and we don't do it very well. Be flexible because sometimes plans can change and we think it's the end of our world. But actually, it's okay if plans change. I'm somebody who's a type A person and I like structure and I like to know where I'm going, when I'm going, who I'm going to see, what they're going to wear. I like it that detailed. But I've learned over the years, it's been a struggle. I've learned over the years that in order for me to function and for me to function well and not be a stress pot and a stress head everywhere else, and then that stress transfers onto everybody else and it makes it stressful and it's just not a nice environment to be in. I've learned to understand plans change. I can have my plans, but be flexible if I need to adapt it. And it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me. It just means it's another skill I'm learning and I'm learning to advance in being flexible. The goal is progress, not perfection. Ain't nobody perfect apart from the Lord Jesus himself. Okay. Making a decision. I hope now by the end of today's episode, you've made the decision to start your meal planning journey. It can be the first step towards a more organized, healthy and controlled lifestyle. If that is what you're struggling with when it comes to dinner, this is what meal planning can help you do. Get so much more organized in every other area of your life. But remember, while the what is crucial, the how can actually make a difference in your success and how successful you are. If you're ready to dig deeper and to get a meal planning strategy that fits you in your busy life, let's take this conversation further. Book a call with me and let's turn those meal planning aspirations into an actual thing that you do. Together, we create a system that works uniquely for you. I have never given one client the same strategy to another because you're all different. You all have fam different family dynamics and you definitely do not all get a once and done boring meal plan where I tell you what to eat on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's boring. If you're expecting that, then this probably isn't for you. But we're creating a system that works for you specifically, meaning that you can be consistent with it, that you can have accountability and that your family dinners can actually be filled with foods that you like and foods where you learn how to feed your children healthy food. 
So when you're going to meeting, to meeting, to meeting, you're not having to chomp and have dust in your keyboard that's been there for however many weeks and you're not having to drink several cups of coffee, but you know how to find that same level of energy from food. So your bowel movements become more regular. Your fat in your body actually starts to dissipate. Your clothes start to fit the way that they should rather than digging in and you haven't even eaten yet. Yes, this all goes back to meal planning. It all goes back to the food choices we make, the quality of food that we're eating and the quality of life that we're living. If you're somebody who wants to improve your life in eating, nutrition and also the children who are watching you and you're leading them by example in what you feed them and what you feed yourself, then VIP meal plan is where you need to be. If you're somebody who needs to have a conversation with me beforehand, absolutely. VANutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash schedule. That's all we've got time for today, my friends. If you have any questions about today's episode, you can email me support at VANutritioncoaching.co.uk or head over to Instagram. Lose weight with meal planning is the Instagram lose weight with meal planning. I know I've given you a lot of information there. These are ones that you can actually come back to, but all of the ways to work with me will be in the show notes below. I've been listening to Lose Weight with Meal Planning. Today's episode, Meal Planning 101, starting strong and sticking to it. And just like that, friend, we've come to the end of today's episode. You've been listening to Lose Weight with Macros. I'm your host, Verona, where we break down macros-based meal planning into manageable bites, tailored to fit into your crazy entrepreneurial life. Now, friends, if you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to leave a review and share it with another solopreneur or small business owner. Together, we're going to help you find the time that you do have to meal prep in a way that is so not boring. And my friends, if you're interested in coaching or the courses, head over to the website vanutritioncoaching.co.uk and I'll see you in the next one.